I want to welcome you to the Building Your Dream Life, A Mom's Journey to Online Success presentation. I'm so excited that you're here, and this is something that I love talking about, so I'm excited to dive in. Okay, if you don't know me, which you might not, my name is Heather, and I want to welcome you, a heartfelt welcome, and a thank you for being here. I'm a mom myself. I have two young boys. My older one is going to be five in two days. And then I have a two-year-old and I am a digital business consultant and I specialize in helping moms turn their knowledge into profit. I have worked with 50 plus digital businesses inside the business, helping them grow and scale. And I recently turned my focus to helping moms grow their own digital businesses because I saw a crazy opportunity for moms specifically. And so that's what I'll be sharing with you today. In addition to that, for the past 11 years, I have really been on a mission to figure out how to balance motherhood and career. So it's something that's been on my mind for many years. You know, how are we supposed to do it when you're just expected to be able to do everything and be everywhere at the same time? It's very overwhelming, but we're in a very unique time right now where digital business is exploding. And there's specifically an opportunity for moms to jump on that bandwagon if this is something that you're interested in and you can build something really impactful and really incredible and it can grow pretty quickly. I've been trying to basically find the path towards motherhood and entrepreneurship and balance it in a way where you're fulfilled in both areas. So often we're, we're just being pulled in a thousand different direction and it just doesn't have to be like that anymore. So one exercise that I do with all of my students is a life pillar exercise. We're not going to go into, into it too in depth, but I want you to just think about if you could map out your dream life right now, what would that look like? And that question is, it's a pretty big question. <laughs> so to make it a bit more tangible, if you could visualize your ideal day, what would that look like? And obviously it's going to be different for everyone and it can be anything. So if your ideal day is that you're living in your second home at the beach, that's great. If your ideal day is that you're playing with your kids, that's great. If your ideal day is that you're working, that's great. Whatever it is, it's good to visualize what your, your absolute ideal day would look like. Because once you do that, then you can start to analyze it and look at what pillars need to be in place in your life for that to actually happen. Right. So if you want to be at your second home somewhere sitting on a beach, that's fine. That's great. First of all, you have to be able to have the flexibility to be able to travel and be there away from your first home. And you have to have the means to be able to do that as well, the financial means. So what needs to be in place for you to be able to achieve that level of flexibility in your life and that level of financial security in your life? So it doesn't matter what your ideal day looks like, but it helps you understand what are the goals that you're looking for in life. And then how can you start to structure your life in a way that sets you up for that ideal day every day, right? Because ultimately that's what we want. We want to be able to live our ideal day every day. There's no reason that you have to live your life a certain way. If you don't like the way that it's, it's going, then all you have to do is one step every day to get it to the right direction. With that being said, here we're talking about online success, digital business, right? And so what does that mean? So digital business is a, an umbrella term. It can be many different types of businesses online. For the sake of my business, when I talk about dis digital business, I'm talking about exchanging knowledge for profit. So you're teaching somebody something else that is valuable to them and they're paying you for it. So Whenever I talk about digital business, that's what I'm talking about. All right. So why, why moms in digital business? You know, why is it the perfect match? So like I said, I've worked inside many different digital businesses with CEOs. And why did I see this opportunity? Oh my gosh, you know, moms in digital business. It's like the perfect mix. So going back to what I had said before, where I have been on this like path of trying to figure out how I can balance my career and motherhood, there's only one of you and you can only be in one place at one time. So if you have a, de a demanding nine to five job, 
you're just going to be away from your household for however many hours per day per week. It's just the way it is. And for me, it was like, well, how how am I going to feel like I, I still want to have a career? I still want to pursue my dreams, but I also want to be a present mother that's home with my kids, that's able to be there for the things that I want to be there for. And so that that's really where this idea started. And then COVID happened and it it shifted the way that we view and show up for work. And I think that there are so many people that realized that we're so used to working in an environment where you have to be there for eight hours a day. Just because you're there for eight hours a day doesn't mean it takes you eight hours to do your work. So that perspective kind of shifted during COVID because people were working from home and they had a little bit more flexibility in terms of I'm going to work for two hours here and then I'm going to take a break and do this. And then I'm going to work four hours and however you structure your day. And most people that I talk to, they didn't actually have to work for eight hours, like to get all their work done. They were getting their stuff done and they had like more time in their day to do other things that they wanted to do. And so with this shift of, from this kind of perspective of how do we have to work? How do you have to show up to work? That's also part of the reason why so many people are shifting to this idea of digital business things can be digital and it can be just as lucrative it can be just as impactful you can get just as much work done if not more in less time so it's also after covid when people had to go back to work too and of course this depends on the individual person the individual personality type of the person some people like working out of the home which is fine but people kind of got to this point where they no longer wanted to settle in a job they didn't like, right? So they had to go, now COVID's over, you have to go back in the office and now they're readjusting to this life where, okay, now I have to, my kids got to go back to daycare or I have to go back into the office Monday through Friday, it's exhausting or whatever your situation was. And so it's like, well, I had this flexibility. I had this level of freedom that I no longer have now. This is also pushing more people into this idea of how can I, either create my own business or be a part of a digital business that allows me to have that freedom and flexibility that I'm craving. Another reason is because the e-learning industry is growing rapidly every year. So in 2020, globally, the e-learning market was at 185 billion and it's expected to rise to 388 billion by 2026. This is just showing you that there is money, real money to be made with a digital e-learning business. If you want your business to be something that's more of a side hustle or a gig where you're making a thousand to five thousand dollars a month, that's perfectly fine. That's another great thing about this type of business is that you can structure the business to fit your needs. Like it fits right into your life, however that looks for you. If you want it to be small, great. If you want it to be huge, great. Both of them are possibilities and you can do both of those. It just depends on what you're looking for. And if you think about it, because the internet is obviously so huge and social media is big, so many people put their knowledge out on Facebook and typically people aren't going to go to the library if they want to learn how to like make a certain recipe. They're just going to Google it. They're just going to go online. That's just the way the world is going and has gone and is continuing to go. It's just going to continue to get bigger. So this also kind of goes back to why this perfect match, right? Between digital business and moms. So this type of business makes, it's incredibly flexible, right? With a digital business, all you need is your computer and your brain and yourself. You never have to call in sick again. You never have to ask off. You never have to worry about PTO. Those are all things that a digital business allows you to have. Of course, having your own business is going to cause you to have more responsibility, but with that comes way more flexibility. You decide when you work, you decide where you work, you decide how you work. So typically I work in the mornings, like from maybe like eight or nine to noon. And then I might hop on later in the evening once my kids are in bed, because that's what works for me. I have to be around for those like middle day hours when I have to pick my kids up from school or take them to an activity. I just it would stress me out to have to be running from place to place to place trying to get my kids where they need to be. But it just allows you the flexibility, not even in your day, but where you work. You can take this anywhere. I go to Florida for four to six weeks every winter, and I can take my business there with me. No issue, no interruptions. So it's unique. One of the questions I get asked a lot about this 
type of business is, well, is it saturated? A lot of people are, I mean, look at how many people are on TikTok and Instagram. And there's a lot of people out there that are sharing their knowledge on the internet. So is it saturated? No, because a, this is a personal brand, right? You are branding the business with your personality. You are delivering the information in a way that nobody else can. So if somebody had the same exact business as mine, where they're teaching moms how to start their own digital business, it's different because you as the person who is delivering the content, you as the person who is building the authority and the trust is different. You bring personal experiences that creates one of a kind content that's going to connect with people in a different way. So it cannot be duplicated. So is it saturated? No, it's scalable. And this is what I had said previously. So when I was talking about, it can be $1,000 a month in profit, or it can be $50,000 a month in profit or more. It just depends on what level you want to grow the business to and the amount of time you're willing to invest. So like I said, I worked inside many different businesses in the past. Most of them were digital. Some of them weren't. Some of them were or digital in the sense of info, but some of them weren't. They were e-com businesses or drop shipping businesses, different types of business models that did not allow for rapid scale. There was too much overhead cost that was preventing the businesses from actually being able to scale and grow month over month. With an info business, your overhead costs are extremely low, which I'll touch on in just a few minutes. So it makes scaling the business very, very easy. Once you get traction and momentum, things start to happen quickly. And not only is it exciting, but it means your business is growing. It means that you're making more money, making more of an impact. So really the only limit to the scalability of the business is you. It just depends on how, how fast or how big you want it to be, how small you want it to be, how fast you want it to grow or how not fast you want it to grow. So it's lucrative. If we're going to be starting a business, it, it's not a business until you exchange a dollar, right? It's or else then it's just a hobby. So it needs to be lucrative for it to be worth doing and replacing whatever income you have right now, or even as a side, a side gig, side hustle, you want it to bring in additional income for you. So the reason why, what, one of the reasons why it is so lucrative is because there's little to no overhead. Like I said, all you need is your computer, an internet connection, your brain. That's really it. It doesn't require you to have office space. It doesn't require you to have employees. It doesn't require you to have equipment. It doesn't require you to have inventory, which we're going to touch on in just a minute, but it's very, very low overhead. You're going to spend the most of your investment in the business in acquiring customers. That's, that's where it's going to be. That's where you're going to have to spend money. And it's, I'm not even talking about like hundreds of thousands of dollars or anything like that, but there is going to be some investment into the business, but it's not nearly like if you were starting a physical storefront or if you were running an e-com store and you had to buy 10,000 units of a product per month or something like that. The other really great thing that I absolutely love, and this is another reason why it works so well with moms is because once the systems are in place, the business essentially runs itself with a little disclaimer, right? Of course, it's not gonna run itself completely. You have to be there. You have to be actively engaging in the business and working with your customers or your clients. But in the beginning of the business, right? And this is why a lot, this is what separates the people who are successful versus the people who don't follow through with the business is because in the beginning, it's when you're gonna get knocked down the most. <laughs> so in the beginning, you're, most likely starting with very little audience, you are not making much money, but you're in this building phase, right? You're in this phase of figuring out what your niche is, how are you going to market yourself, who your avatar is, creating all of these things that you need in order for the business to run. Once these things are in place, there are so many tools, so many automations that you can set up and have the system run over and over and over and over again. It becomes a machine where it doesn't require you to be in the business every single week for 80 hours. Absolutely not. I think I probably work a total of like 25 hours a week on my business. Truthfully, I have things in place that I put in place like email automations and content batching. And I have like launch plans. They're all already done. Once they're done, 
they're done. You don't have to do it over and over and over and over again. So that's what I mean by once you have the systems in place, you can just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And that's how a lot of different course creators have become very successful with selling their knowledge on the internet is because it's not this constant process of like creating something new all the time, which takes a lot of energy, effort. Again, the only limit on how much you make is you. You determine how much you want to make. How many people do you want to have into your program? I mean, you can do the math backwards to say, I want to make $10,000 this month. Okay, that's fine. So now let's see what needs to happen in order for that to be a reality. And you set the systems in place to, to put that plan into action. And last but certainly not least, this business is impactful. You know, I think there there's a lot of different types of businesses that I could have gone into. I specialized in paid advertising. So I ran advertising for customers and I helped them inside their businesses grow and scale. And not that what I wasn't doing wasn't impactful, but I needed something that felt like I was impacting people in a positive way, in a more direct way, I guess. So this type of business, it's a huge opportunity to impact many people in a positive way. So you're using your knowledge and your life experience to help somebody improve their life. And I think so many times you take the knowledge that you already have for granted. So to you, something might not seem like a big deal because you know it. You're just like, yeah, well, yeah, I know that thing already. But for somebody else, hearing it and hearing it the way that it's delivered to you could make a significant impact on their life. It could change their life for the better, which this type of business gives you the ability to really truly make an impact on people, which is important to me. And I know a lot of the moms that I've worked with one-on-one, -on -one, they want to make something that's impactful, that helps people, that makes people either whatever your business is, it doesn't have to impact them in one way over another. It can create peace in their life. It can create joy in their life. It can create laughter. It can create systems, processes, organization, introduce more money into their life. Like there's all different ways that the business that you decide to, to create is going to be impactful in a way that is very meaningful for the people that are receiving it on the other end. And that's, that's something that's always been important to me. And I know a lot of other moms feel that way as well. So I want to give you an example because now we've talked about all of these sort of like bigger topics and, and how this is great for moms, but I want to give you a concrete example of, okay, so if I wanted to start a digital business, like what do I do? How do I make that work? And it is so often overcomplicated. It's really not complicated. It's actually very simple. And hopefully this example will show you that. So all you have to ask yourself is what is something you know how to do or you enjoy doing? And don't get caught up in like, well, I'm not an expert or I, I, I don't think I could really talk about that. Just do a brain dump and write these things down. So this is an example that I technically could have started a business in this if I wanted, but it just wasn't really where my passion lies. But I have celiac. I've had it since I was three years old. So that's been a long time that I've had it. And I know a lot about celiac. I just, because of life experiences, not because I love the topic. It's because I had to, I had to learn it. And so I could create content that teaches others what I know on the topic of being gluten-free. So I could create a program, let's just say, for example, where I take somebody who's newly diagnosed with celiac or gluten intolerance through their first 30 days of living gluten-free. And maybe there's a particular day where somebody says, oh, like, you know, I'm just enjoying this piece of licorice. And I'm like, no, don't eat that. Don't like there's wheat in licorice. It's such a weird thing. Most people don't know that. I know that because I've eaten licorice when I was younger and I got sick from it. So to me, that seems like no big deal. Like I would tell anybody that, that, you know, I'm not going to gate that content. <laughs> if somebody is eating something that they shouldn't be eating because it's going to make them sick, I'll say, oh, don't eat that. It has gluten in it. But to that person, it's going to seem more significant. They wouldn't have known that otherwise. And so the, what I'm providing is value. I'm making their life better in some way. And so once that's figured out, you use a carefully planned digital system to get your content in front of paying customers. That's it. That's literally it. You pick what you want to do. You decide how you're going to how you're going to make the content attractive to your ideal customer. And then you use a carefully planned digital system to get your content in front of paying customers. 
and again, it's just that rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So that's why I love digital business. And I, this is what I was talking about before about what makes this business different. So some of you may be familiar with network marketing or like MLMs. An example would be like Rodan and Fields or Unique. I have nothing against those companies. I just, this is not what that is. This is you creating something that you are going to sell to prospective buyers if, who are interested in the product because it serves them in some way. Of course, your family and friends can buy from you if they, if they want to, but it's the model is not, all right, let's, you know, have a party and get people in and do, do a pitch and then get people to buy It's You're selling to people who are genuinely interested in what it is that you're selling. This is not affiliate marketing. So if you have been around on TikTok or Instagram or reels, and if you're in the biz op space, I'm sure Facebook is aggressively retargeting you and you're seeing a lot of ads for all different types of business opportunity type of programs out there. One of those is affiliate marketing. This is not affiliate marketing. Affili affiliate marketing is when you sell somebody else's products. So you are the medium for the sale. And then the owner of the affiliate product, they're the one that pays you a commission. The reason why I like this over affiliate marketing is because you own everything from front to end in the business. It's your business. You own the way, everything from the, the brand design to the way that you come across to your customer, to the content that you put out there, to the offer, to the sales, to the follow through. It's all your business. You have control over everything. Where in affiliate marketing, there are times when you could be selling something, you could build up an audience around it. Let's say you're selling like lipstick or something. You're building up an audience around lipstick. You're posting videos of you trying on different lipsticks. And then the affiliate owner says, you know, I'm gonna change the payout structure. So now you're only gonna get paid this. Or we're gonna discontinue this one color, but maybe that's the color that all of your people like. So you just don't have control over everything in, in the process, which is one of the reasons why I don't like affiliate marketing as much as I like digital business. Affiliate marketing is really powerful when you already have an existing business to use as an additional revenue stream. And that's an opportunity with digital businesses that you can work with other digital business creators who complement your business and basically work with each other to help sell each other's programs to their list. And and then you can get a commission from them. So that can be a very powerful way to use affiliate marketing, but as the sole base of your business, it, it can be risky. Again, like I said, there's no inventory to worry about. You don't have to, you don't have to go out and buy, you know, a thousand units of something, store it somewhere, ship it, hope you can move it. You don't have to do any of that. So the, the overhead costs to start this business are extremely low. It costs me $210 per month to run my business. That's including all my software programs, like everything, $210 per month. That's less than my car payment, like significantly less. <laughs> and it's essentially, so no overhead. You don't have to have a building. You don't have to pay for employees. You don't have to pay for heat. You don't have to pay for all of these things that it, with a more traditional style business, you have to worry about, or you have to go to the bank and get a loan for $100,000 to start your business. It's, it's, this is the type of thing where you start it and you gradually move yourself into it. You grow into it and it, and the returns start to come back to you. That's how it works. You don't have to do a bunch of money straight up front. So the next one that I want to talk about is overcoming limiting beliefs. So there are many fears holding moms back. And one of them is the fear of neglecting family responsibilities. And I think this comes with when moms go and have to tell their spouse or they have to tell their friends and family that they're going to start a business. And it can be a little bit nerve wracking for people to say, well, how are you going to do that? How are you going to balance your family and starting a business? Like you don't like the time is already limited. So how are we going to fit this in? And what I always say to my moms that ask me this question is that the reason why you're starting a business is so that you can have more time in your life. It is so that you can create more space for family and the responsibilities to your family. And the nice thing about digital business, like I've said, is that you fit it into your day. So if you need to work after the kids go to bed, that's not impacting anything there. You, you can spend two hours a night on your computer working on your business while your kids are sleeping. The fear of the financial risk. So we just kind of covered that 
there's no upfront starting cost. It's very it's minimal in terms of how much it costs to start a digital business, extremely minimal. Most programs that you'll need to start are free. So you start on the starter plan for free. And then as you get more involved in your business and you might need more support, you might have to go to a paid sort of subscription model, but the costs are essentially nothing. So the fear of failure or rejection, I think that's something that most moms feel. I know working one-on-one, -on -one, definitely this is a topic that comes up often and it's normal. I think you have to realize that it doesn't matter who you are or what your experiences are. Everybody's going to have this fear of failure or rejection to some degree. And it's important to embrace it because it's going to happen. It, it, it is like, I, I wish I, I wish it, wasn't like I wish that wasn't the case, but it is. It's not that you need to fear failure, but you need to embrace it because every time you fail, it teaches you something that moves you on to the next step. And so as much as you might not want to hear that, it is part of the process. And if you are wanting to get to a certain point in life, then you need to be able to push through the fear of failure or the uncomfortable things which most people aren't willing to do. So that's why they're not getting to the places where you want to be, right? You have to be uncomfortable. If you stay comfortable, you stay small. So being uncomfortable means that you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and you're growing. So failure is not a bad thing. It's going to happen, but that's how you grow and that's how you move on. So it's one of those things where instead of fearing it, you just embrace it and expect it. I mean, don't expect it. Like it's always going to happen, but it's a part of business. I don't think there's going to be one business owner that told you that everything from the beginning to the end has been smooth sailing. So one other thing I want to touch on is imposter syndrome, which is feeling like you're going to get found out or like feeling like you're not worthy of this or you feel like a fraud. And again, this is a really common theme that I see across the board. And first thing I want to address is in your niche, specifically, whatever you pick, if you need to put like some sort of like concreteness toward to it, if you know 10% more than your audience, then there is knowledge to be shared that's worth hearing. So you don't need to be a Harvard educated in whatever it is to be able to share your knowledge and profit from it. If you can share valuable content knowledge with somebody that's worth something to somebody else, then you can just kick that right out the door. But of course, it is something that still can be deep ingrained in there. So there's a couple things that you can do to help kind of combat that. And one of them is anytime you have a win, it doesn't matter if it's big or small. If you have a win, write your wins down so that you can go back through your notebook. And if you're feeling like I haven't done anything, this isn't going to work or however you're feeling or like everybody's going to find out that I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, if that's kind of how you're, you're coming at it inside your own head. If you write down all your wins, you can look back on the last three, six months, whatever it is, and you can start to look at, okay, actually, no, I, I have kind of accomplished a lot. Like I have done a lot, maybe in your terms of success, it hasn't happened the way that you want yet, but you are making progress and you are successful based on all of the strides that you're making every single day. You're never gonna get to the to the next point or the, the point that you're trying to get to without multiple steps in between there. So make note of those and reflect on those often because that's gonna help keep you motivated to continue on and growing your business bigger and bigger and bigger. So, so yeah, that's all great, all great and well, but does it actually work? Like, does this real? Can you actually, make a business, make money. Is this a real thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't. So how can a mom make this happen? There's four things that have to happen in a digital business for you to have success month after month after month. One of them is consistent content creation outside of social media. So that means like a blog, a podcast, a vlog, one of those types of mediums where you're visible either on like a video or 
on a podcast or a blog, like either me, the medium doesn't matter. It's that you're pushing your content, you're pushing your ideas out in a way that's reaching new people and people are finding valuable because then they'll stop and listen. Consistent though is the key here. So consistent social media presence. So you want to pick one to two platforms, one preferably, if you want to do two, that's fine. Usually with Facebook and Instagram, you can just cross post. So it's pretty easy, but pick one to two platforms. You need to consistently post on social media because a lot of times, especially in digital business, if people see you somewhere, they might check out like your Instagram or your Facebook or your Pinterest or something or LinkedIn, depending on who your avatar is to see kind of the validity of who you are and, and what kind of messages you've been sharing in the past. So consistent list building, this is email list building. So you always want to be building your email list. This is another thing that I'm very, very, uh, it, it's very important in a digital business is that you can't, I don't want anybody to ever rely on one singular platform to run their business because it can get pulled out from under you so fast. And I've seen it happen for my own clients that had businesses that relied solely on Facebook ads, let's say, solely on Facebook ads, all their revenue came from Facebook ads and the platform would go down or they would change something on the platform. The algorithm would change and results would take a drastic dip and it would impact their business greatly because that's where all of their revenue was generated. So it's good to have diversification in where you are acquiring your customers. And one of the places that's going to be the most profitable for you is email. So consistent list building. Once you have an email address of somebody, you own that information. Nobody can take it away from you except the person who they want to unsubscribe, but it's not owned by Facebook. It's not owned by somebody else. So consistent list building is really, really important when it comes to making sure that you are communicating with your list. You're continuing to build that authority and you are using that list in the future to monetize it. So if, if you know anything about digital advertising, if you don't, that's totally fine. But typically when you're acquiring a customer on like a, a paid platform, like Facebook, Google, TikTok, whatever, any of those, you're typically going to break even, which means you pay, let's say you, it costs you $20 to acquire a customer. You pay $20 and let's say you make $20, you break even, you don't make anything. Okay. Or sometimes you can be profitable depending on your funnel structures and stuff like that. But with email, on average, for every dollar you spend, you make 40 back with an email. That's how powerful email, list, email lists are. If you have an engaged audience that likes you and cares about what you have to say, your list can be very, very, very powerful. And those are all people that you always have. It doesn't matter if the platform goes down. It doesn't matter if the platform changes like Facebook or Google, if they change something in their algorithm, it doesn't matter. You still have these people that you can communicate with it doesn't cost you anything. You've already paid for them. You've already paid to acquire their email address or gotten it through a lead magnet or something like that. And you can continue to talk about your services and continue to sell your own stuff or continue to provide them with valuable content. And then the finally, the fourth thing is a rinse and repeat launch process. So again, like we had talked before, once you set up the system, you can just rinse and repeat the launch process however often you want to do it to continue to get people into your program. So these are the four things. These are the four pillars of a digital business that make it successful. Now, notice the word consistent. Consistent is really important. If you don't show up for the people in your business, they're not going to show up for you. Consistent is really important. So, and it's something that I know is it, it can be very difficult to be consistent, especially when you do have a life outside of this and you do have kids or grandkids or whatever your situation is. So, Consistency is really important and holding yourself accountable is really important. But there are, like I was saying before, there are a lot of tools out there that help make this really easy. So with content creation, it's it's like, how do we batch it so that we can sit down for one day and pump out a month's worth of content? It's easier than you think. Sounds like a big task, but it's easier than you think. And once you have the process nailed down, now you're sitting, you're sitting down for 12 days a year to map out one year of content. So that's really not, that's really not a huge commitment. And that's how you have to look at this. If you have these 
processes to sit down and do these things and batch them and organize them, then you can automate it all. It just posts automatically. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to touch anything. It just, you could be out chopping. You could be doing whatever you want to do. And your automated systems are just pushing everything that you need out to your customers. I want to give you something that is going to help you get started on your journey, like right now, like today. So I have two things um, for you that uh, I'm going to follow up in an email and send you the links to. So one of them is the ultimate roadmap to digital business success. This usually costs $57, but you're getting it for free because I want you to be able to do something today to get started. Even if it's like the smallest step, that's fine. But something today to get the ball rolling, to get the momentum going. So in this, this ultimate roadmap, there's two videos. There's two sections to the workbook. One of them is going to be like a list of things that you need to do before you get your business started. So you need to pick a business name. You need to get a domain. You need to legalize your business. There's a whole bunch of things that you have to do in order to get your business started, right? You have to start somewhere. This clearly lays it out, gives you all the links you need, gives you all the programs that I use, all the processes I use, and along with a video that you can watch that walks you through the document. The second half of the document is setting up SMART goals. And so I know I, with goal setting, like I've always struggled with, you know, sticking to goals. Like I, I have goals and I'll write it down and then I just never look at it again. So I was like, I have to change that because I want to be more consistent. Right. So I started using smart goals, which is all explained in, in the document. And it helps you to say, okay, these are the things I want to accomplish. Now, how do I break that down into like a bit by bit way? so that you can actually achieve that goal, right? It gives you a time frame. It makes it measurable. So these are not just lofty goals that you're like, oh, I would love to do that. It actually gives you concrete ways to get there. The second thing that you'll be getting is how to figure out your niche in 12 minutes. So this is an audio recording that I made that I have available, and I'm going to send that over to you as well. It gives you prompts and it gives you specific questions you can ask yourself so that you can start to begin that process of figuring out what your niche should be. Because that's one of the biggest things here is you need to figure out what it is that you have to offer to other people that they're going to find valuable that you enjoy. You know, I think too, it's like, there's people who are like, well, I understand how to do this thing. Maybe let's just say it's coding like online or, but I really love talking about ultimate frisbee. Okay, let's just say, for example, and maybe you're an maybe you have like years and years of work experience in coding, but you're just over it. You don't want to do it anymore. I would not recommend focusing on coding. I would recommend focusing on what lights you up. I would recommend on focusing what gets you excited, what you want to talk about, what you could talk about for hours and hours and hours without feeling like you're sick of it. <laughs> so yeah, so those I'm going to be sending over along with the replay of this. So you'll have access to that. And that's really what I want is to give you that sort of first step, right? It can be scary to start, but once you get started and you start to move the momentum and the needle in the right direction, things will start to happen for you. So with all that being said, and with everything that I've talked about so far. If anybody has any questions, you can just pop them in the chat. I'm happy to answer anything. But I want to talk about my program that I have. So I have a new program called Digital Mama Academy. So I've worked one-on-one -on -one with several moms, taking them through this program in a one-on-one -on -one format, right? But I want to increase my impact, right? I want to make this available to more people at one time. So I'm moving it to a small group coaching program. So it's called Digital Mama Academy. It's broken down into two phases and it is an immersing coaching program for moms. But the complete step-by-step -step program that teaches you how to create and launch your digital business profitably so you can make a bigger impact, earn more money and have more freedom. Basically everything I've already been talking about. There are two phases, like I said, the first phase, and this is not to overwhelm you. It's not to say, oh, I want to start a digital business, but I, I'm not really like interested in a program right now. That's fine. And this is not to overwhelm you to say, oh my gosh, I got a lot to do. These are all pieces of the puzzle. And 
it, you know, when I first started my business, I had two businesses. When I first started my businesses, it's a little bit like, you know, like falling down like a rock wall and like hitting everything on the side, right? Like you're just constantly being like turning, like, is this right? Should I do this? I need to bounce an idea off somebody. And there's a lot of steps that I missed, especially with my very first business, a lot of steps that I missed because I just didn't know. And now it's like, I wish I knew certain things then because my business would probably be further advanced than it is right now if I hadn't had run into those boardblocks, but I needed to learn them. I needed to learn them in order to grow my business. So that's, I've included everything in here. So in phase one, it's all about igniting your dream business from scratch. So this is all about the creation stage of figuring out exactly what your business is going to look like. So like we said, we talked about life pillars. We have a more in-depth exercise. We'll go into your niche selection. There's two parts on that. We'll talk about competitor research, customer avatar research, identify the transformation, brand identity and your unique voice, the importance of copy and copywriting, offer creation. There's two parts on that. Created, creating a unique mechanism in your ascension model. So these are all parts of digital business that are important, but many business owners don't even consider these things before they start. But if you have these things in place before you start, it accelerates your success in the business. So for example, an Ascension model, many people don't think about this before they get started. What an Ascension model is, is it's basically how are you going to move people through your business in a way that serves them to the, the most, like the most that they can get out of your program or your services while increasing the lifetime value. And I'm not here to say, oh, let's just see how we can monetize these people at every turn, but it's how can you support them at every step in the journey? But you deserve to be compensated for that because you're moving them through every step of the journey. So it's like, how are you ascending them up through your business? What are you offering them? Before you start your digital business, this does not have to be like done map, like done completed processes put in place, but it's good to have an idea of what your ascension process would look like because we want to make sure that once you do start getting people in the door, it's like, all right, now let's let's go back to our ascension model. Like, how are we going to move them to the next step? And then how are we going to move them to the next step, right? Not only are you going to be making more money and increasing the lifetime value of the customer, but you are going to be servicing them in every step of their journey to get them to their ultimate goal. Okay. And then in phase two, it's the, the launch process, right? So bringing your dream to life. So there's many areas of what it takes to get your business from like the ideation creation stage to like an actual business that can be put out into the world, right? So how are you delivering your content? How are you pricing your stuff? Knowing your numbers. So many business owners don't understand their numbers in terms of are they, are they profitable? Is their business working? Do they need to change something? How can they, how can they become more profitable? So understanding your numbers is really important. I have a very simple spreadsheet. It's nothing crazy. Like we're not going to get crazy in math, um, but very simple so that you understand what's happening in your business at a glance. Um, organic content marketing. Like I said, there's two ways, two types of organic content marketing that you'll need to do. One of them is your vlog, something like that, or, and then also your social media presence. And then we're going to talk about organizing that content, right? So organizing it in a way that makes sense to you and makes your life easier. So you're not on social media every single day trying to figure out what to post. Email marketing. Again, I talked about this is a big one. So we'll talk about email marketing and how often you should stay in touch with your people. What should you say to them? Creating your first lead magnet. So this is how you get people on the email list. So you'll create your first lead magnet technology. So I know this is one that people can shy away from it, digital business. I don't know how to use softwares and platforms. It's, it's a lot easier than you think because companies have made the softwares very user-friendly at all levels. So we'll talk all about technology. We'll talk about the technology I use, and uh, we'll talk about how it can make your business life easier, different funnel structures, landing pages, and then your first launch it's going to be in two parts. So it's 24 micro lessons. What, what do I mean about micro lessons? Basically, it's most times moms don't have two hours to listen to me talk about one single topic. If I have 24 different lessons that I want to teach you. So these are broken down into 10 to 20 minute videos that you can digest at the end of every single video. There is a homework assignment to do along with a workbook so that you can complete it and move on to the next step. 
So at every stage of the process, you're building, there's building blocks, you're building on what you've created and you are making something by the end, you'll have a really solid foundation to build on. And not only is this about digital business, but this is these are foundational lessons in business in general too. There are some businesses that are like, I'll teach you this one thing and then you can go and implement that, but it only works in this one instance. This is something that can be applied to many different areas of life and business. So it's on digital business and digital marketing as a whole. You get the Digital Mama workbook with the homework props to keep you accountable and on track. You get lifetime access to the course and the course materials. So I know that there are there have been programs that I've been a part of where they only give you access for a certain amount of time. And sometimes I don't get through everything because just life gets in the way. I get it. And especially being busy, I, I want you to be able to come and consume the content when it works for you. And I want you to be able to do that as many times as you need. So you'll have lifetime access. The class officially starts on August 28th. So it's a week from Monday. And the content is going to be dripped out over eight weeks, which means every week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll be releasing a micro lesson, like one on Monday, one on Wednesday, one on Friday, and that'll happen for eight weeks. And then once they're all dripped out, you'll have access to them forever. But the reason why I do that is for anybody who is following along through the, like the eight week process, the two phases, I want the material to be consumed in order and I don't want it to be overwhelming, like where it's all consumed within one week. I want you to be able to digest the information, understand it, ask me questions if you need clarification or anything, and then actually go out and complete that task, right? Because th they do come with actual work that has to be done to move you into implementation. You know, you learn it, then you implement, you learn it and you implement it. And then you'll get access to my private coaching community. So you'll have access to me. You can ask me questions, any of the other moms in the group, if you know, you need to bounce ideas off of anybody or anything like that for additional support. So that is all part of the program. I do have two bonuses, which I'm really excited about. So leveraging AI to supercharge, supercharge your journey. So AI, if um, you don't know, stands for art artificial intelligence. And it's becoming a big deal right now, especially in the digital marketing, digital business, just business in general space. It has literally transformed the way that I run my own business. And I can't wait to show you exactly how I use AI to help me basically cut the time I work on my business in half. I use ChatGPT, which you may or may not have heard of. There's a free version, so it doesn't cost anything to be a part of it. And it is a very powerful tool that you can have in your back pocket to help every step of this process easier, get, make it easier for you. I'm all about working smarter, not harder, right? How can I get more done in less time? That's what AI helps you do. I'm not saying go to AI and type something in and then just take it, copy and paste it right into whatever it is you're doing, but it helps you to to ideate. It helps you to open your brain. It helps you to understand. Like it, it there are so it's so powerful and every single micro lesson is going to have another little lesson attached to it that's going to show you how to use AI to help you complete that task. So this is an absolute game changer. I am so excited to be able to include this because it's just not only has this in, the entire model of digital business like I believe is so great for moms, this takes it to another level of how do we accomplish this as a mom with kids, being busy, having our schedules, Maybe you're working in another job right now, so you don't have a ton of hours to devote to this. How can you make it easier? That's This is how. And then I have a Mindset Mastery Embrace Your Inner Power um, program is also included because part of business is that mindset is critical, absolutely critical. And if you don't have your mind in the right place, it's going to prevent you from getting to where you want to be. It's going to take longer to get to to where you want to be. It's not because you're not smart enough or anything like that. It's because you find ways to self-sabotage without actually realizing you're self-sabotaging because your mindset is in the right place or you're not confident enough or you don't believe in yourself, in yourself. You don't believe what you're doing. All of those things are going to impact you in a certain way and it's going to prevent you from 
moving into your business the way that you want, stepping into your power. That's one of the reasons why I do love entrepreneurship is because there is this, it's while it's all about the business aspects, the strategy, the monetization, the financial piece of it, there's also this like this piece of self-growth that comes with entrepreneurship. It forces you to be uncomfortable. It forces you to try different things. It forces you to do things you wouldn't normally do. But because you're willing to do that, you'll get to places that other people won't get to. So that's what that's all about. And it's a really important piece to the puzzle in terms of how, how you're going to be successful and how quickly that's going to happen for you. So I'm very excited to include that as well. So let's talk about how much it costs. So this is the first time I'm running it as a small group coaching program. So like I said, it was one-to-one. -one. Now it's going to be small group. So this is going to be... 997 when I sell it, like not as the first round. Since this is going to be the first round, it's going to be 597. So that's how much it costs. It's a one-time, it's a one-time payment, and you'll have lifetime access to everything. I also want you to think about it is it's not an expense, it's an investment because you really do have the potential to bring this money back like two, three, or four times the value based on the business that you create. So I am so happy and excited that you are here. Okay. I do have a question. So the question says, hi, Heather, what's your biggest motivator to start your own digital business? So the biggest motivator for me was I needed to find, I needed to find a balance between my career and my kids. So I always had this desire to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to have my own business always. But I was like, how am I going to start my own business? But I want to be like the certain kind of mom. Like I want to be a mom that's there with my kids for all those special moments, especially when they're young. They're only young for so long. And then and it, it's like I got I want to cherish that time. But I also had this thing inside of me that was like, I want to do more. I want to be more. I want to feel fulfilled in my career. And I don't want to feel guilty about that either, right? It's like, I want to be the mom that I want to be. And I want to have the career that I want to have. And I want to do both well. And it took me some time to push through that and say, I can do both well. I can show up in my business as somebody who is providing for my family while doing something that I feel is really important, being impactful and feeling like I'm helping other people. And also being very present for my kids. So I'm able to be home. I'm able to get them up in the morning. I'm able to take them to school. I can take days off if I need to, if I need to, you know, if they're sick or something like that. So thank you for the question. No, thank you so much, Cheryl. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate everybody being here. If you have any questions about the program, you can always email me at heather at heatherboardcoaching.com. Thank you so much for being here. And I will talk to you all soon.